0: Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a moment and settle and just let the Lord reveal himself to you and provide to you whatever you need. Your needs are mostly in your soul, sometimes in your body, but you have no spiritual needs. All your spiritual needs have been met. You do have solical needs. And your soul is working to try to meet those needs, but it will never be successful, because those solical needs can only be met through your spirit from God, so it is only spirit that truly meets the solical needs so we were we've been talking about our solical abilities, learning to use them, and hopefully you've been doing some of the homework and some of the things that that come up are um, the practicality of it is how to truly use these abilities and, and learning. We're all going to have a learning curve, and that's what's important. Um, the, the process is what's important, not achieving something, not, um, even, good, not even getting good at something, but the process. What happens during that process of learning how to use your all your your solical abilities that you've already been given that we all have is God reveals the supernatural realm and he reveals himself and he meets your needs. There are again, God is, is already through by spirit, through your spirit, he is meeting your soulical needs. In order to do that more, he's healing your soul. He's restoring your mind, your will, your emotions. He's uh, helping you to overcome rejection. He's, he's doing whatever is necessary in your soul for your soul to be whole. Ability end. our process is to learn how to live with God making us whole. So it's, we could say, if we want to look at our natural body, say we were, you know, we, we fell out of an airplane and survived and we have broken just about every bone in our body and we are in the cast and we're maybe in the hospital bed. Every aspect of our body needs time to heal. And then we have to learn, relearn how to work, how to walk, how to write, how to, you know, our muscles need to readjust. We need to not just heal, but then how to be restored. So God is not just healing our soul, we are also here for our soul to become fully functioning our mind will and emotions we also have senses and we're I'm still working out and and learning and anybody has any input love to hear it how to describe our solical senses now for instance we can say we feel the presence of God what what sense is that? You know, we also have intuition. We also we also hear his voice. These are all solical senses. Sometimes they're the natural. We hear an audible voice, or we we physically feel a heavy presence, for instance, or smell a fragrance. Those are all natural senses perceiving God. But we also have solical senses in a in In a way where we the path we 're on many people have gone before, so this is not like we 're we're treading something that 's brand new. The problem is that it hasn 't been passed down well, and a lot of times it gets caught up in other people's doctrines and teachings and methodologies. And really what we want and what I want for you is to be taught by God. So a lot of what we're doing is simply encouraging one another. Y'all encourage me as well, and I appreciate that. But we're all in this together to know God. And his desire for you is not just that you achieve something, not just that you, you know, not, and, and in a sense, it's not just because he wants your soul restored. It's not just because he wants you one spirit, soul, and body. It's because he loves you. And he wants you to be able to receive unconditionally what he wants to give unconditionally. Isn't that cool? So it's not, we're, we're kind of just going through the process while God is loving us. And, and we're going to kind of counter that with what is going to happen in our own circumstances here on this earth. So we are going to encounter, as we, as we are really just letting God do his thing in us and with us and for us, and just let him love on us unconditionally while we're doing that, and we learn about these abilities and we learn to live and move and have our being while that's all going on, we're going to encounter circumstances and situations and I mean what's going on the the tumult that's going on in the world there's you know the the rain falls on the just and the unjust. Don't take it personal. Uh, we all uh, have our problems, we all have our issues, we all have good days and bad days, but we move forward and we recognize that every circumstance that God has us in, every circumstance, period, is one he's created. So the the process is not that we avoid these negative circumstances, it's we, we understand and appreciate that God is healing us and changing us and enlivening our abilities through each one of these circumstances. So as you are practicing, as you are doing your homework, and, and as, you know, uh, if there are books out there that you've gotten, great. You know, follow that interest. If that is the desire that God put on your heart, follow that. That's what's important. If you, if you read three pages, and the rest of it is, you know, is dry, fine. That's that's fine. We are not obligated to follow anyone's teachings just because, you know, and this is part of our, just because there's a little life, doesn't mean you have to swallow the whole thing. This is, and this is a problem we have. We We, since we have, kind of put these abilities on a pedestal and put people who have learned to use these abilities up above us, we think if that it's God's special blessing and that God would not have blessed this person with this special gift or special anointing or whatever we want to call it, if if he wasn't special and if he wasn't didn't have god's heart and god you know god's ear you know have you ever heard that that he has god's ear you know that he when he prays god moves well really we all have god's ear we all have these special abilities the problem is is when we put people on pedestals that's when we can start to get distracted by what they're saying. And we lose one of our, you know, one of our big um, uh, uh, qualities and abilities we, we all need to develop is discernment and, and good judgment. And there's a lot right now talking about don't judge, that kind of thing. Unless you disagree, then they can judge. But don't judge, really, it's kind of the opposite. Develop good judgment don't judge out of your own intellect out of your own doctrine out of your own beliefs but as you spend time with god you will develop good judgment you will see things from a different perspective you will see things you know unfortunately you're going to see things in ways that are going to conflict with how you used to believe what you your for you know older doctrines your family your friends your your the church you go to You may look back, you know, a year from now, five years from now, at what you believe now and go, how could I have ever thought that? How could I have ever worried about that? So what we want to do now is recognize that every opportunity we have is part of a process. It's not just a thing we're doing. It's not just learning how to do, you know, heal. for instance, heal someone. There are so many different ways of learning these abilities, and this is part of, part of the fun. It's part of the fun, part of the challenge. But we can encourage one another to try different things. Now, when you're, for instance, healing someone, and we're going to get into you know, some specifics of homework for each one of these abilities. I'm working on that. Um, I'm hope, also going to look at uh, putting up something on the website specifically for homework for these podcasts. So I um, have some, some improvements I need to do for the website first, but that's coming. Because really what I'd like to be able to do is have something down in writing that we can change over time. So as we try things and find things that work the most, here's, here's an example. Um, for those, I know a, a significant number of, pe- of you people, of listeners, uh, speak in tongues, Well, that's, which is great. Um, Paul said, you know, I speak more in tongues more than all of you. You know, Paul was pretty, pretty cool. So if he says that is a good thing, I take his word for it. He's a good example. So, and it certainly doesn't hurt to pray in tongues. And so one thing you can do right now is ask for interpretation. Now, who are you asking? You have the ability to interpret within you. So you simply say, what is the interpretation? Or you start, you, you, you keep on speaking in tongues and you listen. You listen to what you're saying. So, so now you've got two different senses, physical senses going on. And I wonder sometimes if that doesn't activate something going on in your soul. I, you know, we look at the different gifts, abilities, and some of them when you're exercising them, other people know, are public, for instance, and others are very private. So, you know, so we take things into consideration, but we also try them in private and, and, and in public. So you, you listen to what you're saying and you go, okay, what, what does that mean? What is this? And you can start with, what is this about? For instance, you may have a worship language where you're just expressing love to God. But you can, you as a spirit being and your soul is attached to your spirit know every language. So there's no language that is off for you, that is not available to you. So listen. Now I'm not sure that that's the you know, the same thing as interpretation of, of tongues, but I don't care. Listen, and, and what is that? What am, what am I saying? What is that? Now, a lot of times we get, you know, especially when you're worshiping, that kind of thing, you get caught up in enjoying the, the flow. That's fine, too. You don't, have not, you, know, you don't have to turn everything into a uh, teaching, into homework. Enjoy the process. So you're doing that, and you, and you, all of a sudden, for instance, you recognize the language, maybe not what's being said, but the language. And you go, oh, you know, that's, that sounds like German. Um, that Something um, I learned a long time ago is um, I don't speak French. I speak a little bit of Spanish, a little bit of Russian. But I heard French coming out. And one thing to remember is you're you're going to have multiple languages, not just one, because how many languages are out there? I don't know, hundreds, not thousands, I don't know, in history. You know, you know ancient Greece, ancient Greek rather. You know um, what Adam and Eve were, were, were speaking in the garden. You know all those languages. Recognizing them is a whole other thing. But you can, that's a place to start. And that's what I mean, to break things down in little pieces and let it come to you. Let your ability, your soulical ability teach you. You don't need me. You don't need, you know, a book, a conference, or anybody to lay hands on you or a special anointing or to be perfect. Good luck with that. But let your ability, because your ability wants to be used. And your ability is part of who you are in your soul. So let it teach you. You Let's finish with with the tongues. So I recognized French, that I was speaking in tongues out loud. Then I recognized, and it doesn't matter whether you're speaking out loud or to yourself. Do whatever you want. Um, there's going to be times when God teaches you about speaking out loud, and times when He teaches you about speaking internally. But one of the things I recognized was was just by the cadence and the and the the um, stance of what I was saying that the French was for warfare. Was for. Um, taking dominion, for exercising authority, let's put it that way. So the French, when I, at least until now, I mean, God is you know able to change the how he wants to, us to do things at any given time. French is for exercising authority. For me, could be something totally different for you, but that's something I recognized by letting God teach me, letting my soul teach me. Then I had a different language for worship and a different language for encouraging myself. These kinds of things. Now we don't get caught up in okay figuring things out. Now, you know, I encourage you, don't record yourself and, and put it in a translator and try to figure out what you're saying. The goal is for your soul, the ability in your soul, to reveal itself. Let it, let it speak to you. So that's, those are the kinds of things. And then as you interpret, so, so you first have identified that maybe you have multiple languages. Then you've identified what those languages might be. And, it, and it's not necessary to identify what the languages are. You can just call it language A or language loud. My, I'm using my loud language or my soft, my whisper language. And we go, okay, I'm going to find out if there's a specific purpose for that, if there's a specific thing God wants to, to reveal to me about that that particular language. And so we we are quiet and we let him speak. Then we ask our soul to to speak, to reveal itself, to reveal its abilities to us. And, of course, that's our spirit touching our soul and enlivening it. Your soul functions best when it's in contact with your spirit. Now, there's going to be uh, a lot of... uh, That, you know, um, controversy in your mind, in your soul, your soul doesn't want to give up its power. It doesn't want to give up its power over your spirit. It doesn't really want you to, your soul itself has been getting your own needs met. The more you are standing up, just going back to the person who fell out of the airplane and survived, the more... He, you know that person has people taking care of it and that's their livelihood that's they they've they've put their lives on hold to take care of this person who needs them as that person recovers and learns to walk again they don't need them anymore and some people have a real hard time returning to their previous life as as no longer being a caretaker. Well your soul is a caretaker. It's been taken care of itself. And the more God heals your soul, the less it needs to be taken care of by your soul. So as you work on these abilities, as you, you enjoy, again, the, enjoy the process, and the, we've just talked about the, uh, the speaking in tongues and then ask for, asking for interpretation as that starts working in your life that's going to be an area that your soul may start uh rejecting because think about it you know that's a that's a something that your soul can't control you can barely you know control it we can barely control it because we don't understand it and that's part of i think it's its beauty is we it's a mystery um if you ever you know if you're speaking in tongues if you're able to do that if you have that ability it's it would be hard to convince you that there is no god because there's something going on in your life that has no other explanation which is great and sometimes you know we all have doubts you know we all um Sometimes things happen and we go, what, you know, what kind of a thing is this? What, you know, how, how could a, God, a good God allow this, that kind of thing? And God never listened, you know, all the things we can come up with. But, but here we, we want to remember that these abilities are, your, are yours. They're your abilities. They're part of your soul. God gifted your soul to you. Every part of your soul is a part of that gift. When God gives something, he wants it used. He wants us to have all those abilities functioning. Now, how many examples of that have we seen in history? Uh, not many. Now, again, we don't. There's probably some we don't know about. Not saying that this never happened. We certainly know when Jesus was walking around, his soul, body, soul, and spirit were fully functioning, and all his physical abilities were, fu- were fully functioning. That's there's no question there. But also, when Adam and Eve were in the garden, their souls were fully functioning. They had, you know, they, they since they had no needs, they had no need to use their abilities because God was providing for them and maybe that's part of why God kicked him out what you know because you know he has good reasons for what he does sometimes you know, most of the time we don't understand that but you know he's constantly creative and and likes to have fun likes to do things um, he's he's uh, changing and and uh, again constantly creative but Adam and Eve There were things they, you know, and the abilities that are in our soul are probably one of those things that they didn't value and didn't experience much because they didn't need to. And maybe that's an indicator of the basic nature of our soul. Maybe it's just lazy. And it it doesn't want to do anything it doesn't have to don't doesn't want to change it doesn't want to have to answer to anybody it it likes comfort, and then of course we we throw in our temperament that's a whole nother um and that's the 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 particular kind of soul that God gave you and then and and these words are just describing something that we don't have understanding of they're not to tie any. You know, belief or doctrine or, or approach—it's they're, they're general words. We use our words to try to understand something that words can't encapsulate. So we're we're speaking in tongues, and we ask for the interpretation. We're 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 asking our soul to reveal what it's saying, and those are the abilities. you're... When you're doing that, you are using those two abilities. And here's what's interesting is I suspect that there's a whole range of abilities in between those two that we don't have names for. You know, we can go through the scriptures and there's the list of nine and then there's the the gift of helps and then the gift of, you know, this, that over here. There's things that if you go looking to make a list, you can make a long list of, of things that, that others have called gifts, gifts of the spirit, gifts of the anointing, however you want to phrase it. I think there are so many more abilities, and there's a spectrum of abilities between each one of these abilities. Like you have two legs and, and can walk. You can run, you can kneel, you can jump up and down, but they're the same two legs. You have a voice, you can sing, you can do a variety of different things with your voice. And even with your breathing, you can hold your breath, you can pant, you can do different things with your physical senses. And I think it's similar in the soul, that we have put names on certain things and part of our challenge is to not get caught up in what is that? How, you know, how, how does that work? That doesn't fit into one of these categories. That doesn't seem to fit into one of these, uh, something on this list. So what do we do with that? So we, we let it be. We take notes. We, we're good with our homework. And we say, thank you, Lord, this is really cool. What, what do I do with it? And then we are patient and let him reveal it. And he may say absolutely nothing. You no, know, there's a story about God put it on um, a woman's heart to learn sign language. And so she learned sign language. And then she said, okay, now, now what? You know, am I supposed to go overseas to use this? Am I supposed to join a church? Am I supposed to do, you know, um, get a job at the, you know, TV station, what am I supposed to do with this? And, and God just said nothing. The, the process of learning did something. That's all he was looking for, was the process of doing something. So we don't know what God is accomplishing. We don't know what he wants to do. So we let him do what he wants to do. And I'm switching phones. So as he reveals himself, as we learn, we have no idea. You have no idea. I have no idea what we're going to learn. But we can be confident that our abilities want to be used. Your soul has a life of its own. And by that I mean God gave it life. God, Everything, even inanimate objects that are around you, God created and God is life. So they all have a measure of his life. There's nothing dead. It's all life. God created it. He controls it. So everything, every experience we have is part of life, part of his life with us. So, take your as you have an opportunity, doing your homework, and if you're looking at something else other than interpret than uh, speaking in in tongues and interpretate interpret interpreting them, try to apply these same principles to whatever that desire is that God has put on your heart. Okay, so we'll we'll pick it up here, and as I say, we'll continue to try to make this practical and build on it so we can all enjoy the process together. So um, this is, thanks for tuning in. You can drop me a line at Diane the, at therainersclub.org. On my website at therainersclub.org, there's a contact form. You can use that, too, or you can contact me through Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by loss. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.